When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. back with another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford come right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listen to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we're covering the latest news and trends in pop culture especially this weekend because everything in pop culture is happening this weekend at comic-con so check out what's happening at this weekend at comic-con courtesy of the pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source the great folks at lakerholics.com be part of the conversations today and including the great articles from Jamie Sweet, his five things articles right there for you. And also Laker Tom, his latest articles as well at Lakerholics.com. Ox 1947, he hovers around all the great groups that are there at Lakersball.com. Be part of the conversation there today at Lakersball.com. Plus our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network who are out and about doing what they can to provide great NBA podcasts right there at hoopheadspods.com. And if you can support all that, it is sincerely appreciated. Big shout out to Terrence Harvey. Appreciate you joining us once again. I know there's not a lot of going on in the NBA right now. I know a lot of the content that's out there from other podcasts, NBA shows, it's kind of light because it seems like everybody has taken a vacation. Us here at the Lakers Fast Break, we're not taking a vacation. We're here to talk Lakers. We're here to talk about everything that's going on within the Lakers scene and some of the latest rumors in the midst of all the Russell Westbrook saga and how miserable he is supposedly and how he fired his agent or they separated and the agent you know, out the record as we explained earlier this week on the show about how he should be more accepting of his role with the Lakers and how he's not and how he's miserable and he can't be traded for very much and stuff going on with LeBron and AD, the phone call that they had, the conference call that happened early on in summer league. And then the diss in summer league where they were on the opposite side of the court and they didn't even acknowledge each other. All this drama that's going on. Besides that, the Lakers still have to build a team for this upcoming season They did make some free agent moves. 
They did make some moves as far as drafting Max Christie. They did make some moves as far as picking up some guys on two ways, like one of them, as far as hopefully that will work out long-term for us. We're hoping that we can get Cole Swider in there a little bit more often because of his sweet shooting skills. Scotty Pippen Jr., we're not sure of. We talked about how we think that Jay Huff may be a better option for the team down the road. But with all these options, are there still more things the Lakers can do to build a better team? They're hoping and praying and waiting on what's going on with Kyrie Irving and if he's actually going to be traded. But while that's all happening, they have their eyes back towards somewhere else, back home in Indiana. You can actually go ahead and sing that song if you want. But back home again in Indiana. No, I won't. I won't. I'm not Jim Neighbors. But I, I will tell you now. No, Jim Neighbors, back home in Indianapolis 500. Never heard of him. Okay. okay. All right. Gomer Pyle. Still never yeah. heard of him? I know Gomer okay. Pyle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was, that was, I was joking from the beginning. Oh, okay. Well, see, you got that deadpan delivery. I'm not sure when you're doing yes, it or not. So. I did it on purpose. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. But their eyes have now been focused now on other places, including Indiana, with Buddy Heald being an option, and also Houston, with Eric Gordon possibly being an option as well as far as being a new Laker coming down the road. But we're going to talk today about how these guys could possibly fit into the rotation, but also as well a player that we didn't even see last year, who is on the second year of his two-year contract in Kendrick Nunn and how he actually goes ahead and plays into this. If he stays on the team and it's not used in a trade, what role can he play for the team? So we're going to talk about that in another great episode of Lakers Fast Break Podcast. And we appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. We know there's not a lot going on in the NBA right now, but I will say that there's enough for us to go ahead and be talking about some good things. And first up, first man here, good man indeed. Got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. It is Admiral Akbar himself, Jamie Sweet. And Jamie, great to have you here, my friend. Wishing you all the best. Is that a self-portrait for you? Is that, that you? Did your daughter draw that of you? Is that, that you? No, I'd have to. I, I think it's just a general picture. I, I'm, in, I'm in quarantine in my, my daughter's room, so my wife and kids have uh, free reign over the rest of the house. So I'm ah, sure. okay. Surrounded by her artwork, of which there are many wonderful examples, but this this okay. this one will be the only one we we showcase this evening. Okay, fair enough. It is a beautiful picture indeed, and I wish you uh, much better health. Hope you uh, get a speedy recovery in store. I guess talking sure. to Lakers hopefully will provide you yeah. some 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 helpful benefits as opposed to some extra stress. But uh, I want to hear your yeah. thoughts. I know Terrence Harvey throws out a question I've got there in the comments, but before we go ahead and hit that up, I want to hear your thoughts on the prospects of Buddy Heald finally after two years of courting, dancing around, all that stuff, Sacramento, now Indiana, finally possibly becoming a Laker or Eric Gordon, him becoming a Laker as well. Uh, I'd be I'd be fine with Buddy Heald uh, for THT and Kendrick Nunn, and that's it. It's not worth a draft pick, in my opinion, even a second round pick on down the line. Um, I mean, if you had to give up a second rounder, I guess I wouldn't cry about it. But in my opinion, you're going to have to hide Buddy on defense. And that's, we've already got, you know, two players in every scenario that I can see who are having to hide somebody on defense. And so Kendrick Nunn, 
had a bit of a defensive rep at one point. Who knows how he looks now? Uh, hasn't played in the year because of the uh, the mysterious bone bruise that would not heal. Um, so I'm assuming he's fresh. Uh, but that's about all I got there. I mean, obviously, Buddy would open up the floor a lot, um, but he's not a defensive stalwart. And uh, Eric Gordon is, uh, he's just, he's hes never going to play a full season. He's too old, too broken, had too many lower leg injuries. I know he had a, uh, he played in like 30 games or so last season, and he shot a pretty good percentage from three. But the seasons before that, he his, his shooting has ticked downward for the most part over the last three or four seasons. And so I, I just don't think he has it in him to be a contributing factor for an entire season. And you just don't know when he's going to go down. Does he go down at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year, when you need him most in the playoffs, when you really need him. And we already have a guy like that in AD that we kind of need to count on. So I'd just as soon roll with THT and none over Eric Gordon personally. Well, there you go. Joe is also here. Mr. Joe Soro, you know him as Ox1947, one of the Nighthawks right there for you at, of course, LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. And Joe Soro, I do want to get into what Terrence Harvey is saying in regards to a possible deal for Mitchell going to the Knicks from Utah and what they could get back and how that could affect the Lakers and the impact there. But your thoughts on the possible scenarios with the Russell Westbrook saga continuing and you and Laker Tom very determined to not have Russell Westbrook on the roster at all. One of the options with or without a Russell Westbrook trade could be obtaining Eric Gordon. It could be or could be obtaining Buddy Heald. Those guys are a good option. Or would you just go ahead and see what you can stick out with Kendrick Nunn? Because Kendrick Nunn is someone, again, who hasn't played in a year. Could be fresh. He could be someone that showed really spots of a really good player like he did in Miami. So what are your thoughts on, on a possible other options than what we're seeing from Russell Westbrook right now? There are no options right now. Uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone keeps, everyone's kept their mouth tight. The Terrence question, I, I did hear something. Again, I'm, it's just an assumption that the, the Lakers could be a third team in that deal where they, they could send them to New York, but I, I don't think it has any legs. Well, Utah, I mean, if you're considering everything off of the Gobert trade and the, the market, just like the market, what happened with the market with the Anthony Davis trade, the market has been thrown out of whack with what happened and with the amount of picks and the amount of swaps and the amount of players that you got back from the Gobert trade. And Utah is in full crash mode, rebuild. We want Victor Wembiana mode. And in order to do so, they want to go ahead and tank and they're looking at mainly picks out of this. So you're talking six picks maybe for Mitchell, maybe more for Spider? I mean, I don't think you should give six picks for anyone other than maybe Durant if you're a Durant away from winning a title. If you get – the Knicks are desperate for something, and I get that too. So I guess I wouldn't be – if I was a Knicks fan or even anyone in the Knicks organization, I wouldn't be – I just wouldn't let's let's try to see if we can at least make a consistent playoff run. However, the Knicks hate Julius Randle. Are you going to keep him and bring uh Mitchell over? Are you going to create this uh kind of one two 
team with him, I don't think that's probably going to be a title team or well, a Utah. Title Utah wants nothing to do with any players with long term contracts. Yeah, or I don't. I don't who will know help how... them win now. Is is Mitchell enough to make them consistent playoff contenders? I would say I would have said yes a year ago, but with Julius Randle going kind of AWOL over there, I, I don't know. I, I think the Knicks have to they have to have if they're gonna do this trade, they're gonna have to have everyone coming into this season with a clear head and and focused on winning a title. Uh Mitchell's already tweeted today about God is good. The last time he did that, Rudy Gobert got traded. So this sounds like something's already done. And it's soon going to come out. Whether the Lakers are involved, I don't know. Uh, why they? Why would they be involved? Uh, is really more the question. I don't see anything. This is kind of very Mitch esque. Mitch Kupchak had a had a habit of making trades where no one knew what was going on, and I actually preferred it that way because it seems like anytime there's there's a there's a rumor that comes out about the Lakers, Greg Popovich, Dan Gilbert and Mark Cuban come out of their rat holes and they start yapping and whining and crying about how the Lakers are doing something that they can't do. So it's just better to work under the, you know, under, under, under the radar to make sure that hopefully you can get the right deal. Even if it means not getting Kyrie at this point, the Lakers are likely trying to get rid of Westbrook and bring something in without giving up too much. Right. And for me, looking at it from that perspective, that I, 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 I'm okay with it because this guy cannot be on the team. Uh, I would rather have a Buddy Heald and a Miles Turner injury riddled and, and, and lacking defense, at least, at least with Buddy Heald. And again, this means not them throwing away the 27-29 pick, at least if it's, you know, protected. Let's say if they wanted it, it's protected to, you know, up to the lottery. I'd say, okay, I'll, I'll give that a shot. But I don't even think they want to do that. However, if you get Buddy Heald and Miles Turner and for Westbrook and whatever, you at least get a player that can at least shoot. Yeah, he stinks on defense, but Westbrook stinks on defense. Westbrook can't shoot. He can't make layups, and he's got a crappy attitude. At least Buddy Heald, I haven't heard anything bad in terms of him being an attitude problem. He can shoot, and I think he can hit layups. I don't remember him going to the hole and missing, you know, three out of four every time. So you're already in the positive there. And then if we can get some kind of luck with Miles Turner, that's the perfect player to play next to AD. He's going to be a guy that's going to keep the lane open for LeBron and shoot from distance with AD playing, uh, you know, in the box. So that's I'm looking at that as a – a, 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 a positive situation if that's all they can do in the end. But I'm still kind of – why would Indiana make a trade to make the Lakers better? They Don't they hate us? Well, uh, you got to go us? back. I mean, obviously, if, if you're not going to – if you're just going to do healed for uh, THT and maybe a draft pick out of it. No, it's a lateral move. Yeah, yeah, it's a lateral move at the point. I'd rather have – THT in our draft pick, then trade him for Buddy Heald and pay yeah. Buddy Heald, what, $30 million for the next two years? I don't I don't think that – I'll be surprised if they made that deal. I, I think if THT is going to get traded, it's going to it's gonna be in some form of a package that can that can work money-wise. It's not – they're not trading THT because the other team is 
see, you know, hoping to get him. That's not yeah. that's not the case. It's just going to be a money grab. And the same thing with Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn, I had high hopes last year. I was actually excited. <clears throat> Me too. And, I, and that was absolutely probably one of the more really negative parts of last year that we don't really talk enough about. If he had been available, I and, and available with his skill set and being able to implement it, you're you're we probably have a little bit more juice in some of these games, but. I don't really care at this point. I just want to. I just want to <laughs> get. I just want to get Westbrook out of there. If it means giving up none and THT in a deal, so be it. The only thing you can't do is you can't send out unprotected first round picks in 27-29. because you know what? Because we're not. Even if it's a smart move, we're not going to do it. We know you guys are trying to fleece us. I'm going to tell you to go eat it. And if we got to wait a year till we're fresh, so be it. What if it's for Kyrie? Unprotected 27-29? or just a twenty-seven? How about unprotected? I would t- I would do a tw- I would do one for Kyrie. Yes, I would do one for Kyrie. You have no choice, G. You don't. Yeah. You have no choice. You, you, if you want to have a shot at winning it next year, you probably have to get Kyrie at this point. He's extremely talented when he's in there. You're still going to take a chance that he might not be in there, but I have seen I. I, I we, I, I at least have seen him play in the playoffs when he's when they make the playoffs. So if you have AD doing his thing, which is really the glue to all this, LeBron's going to do what he does except play defense. But, you know, 20 years kind of gives him a little leeway there. You, you have to do it if you want to try and win a title next year. There's no way there's any other trade other than Kyrie that's going to allow them to have an inkling of a, ch- of a shot of winning a title next year. Not Miles Turner, not Buddy Heel. That that's not a title team. They would have to have the 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 the, the waters parted perfectly in the playoffs for them to win a title with that team. I don't I don't I just don't see it. This is Raphael from NBA DraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I do want to say that, uh, first off, thank you, Jamie, for going ahead and sharing what is the proposed trade, one of the proposed trades out there as far as a three-team deal between Los Angeles Lakers, Utah Jazz, and the New York Knicks in regards to Donovan Mitchell, 
uh, as far as the, excuse me, the Lakers received Julius Randle, Derek Rose, Evan Fournier. The Knicks received Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, and the Lakers' future second-round pick. And then the Utah Jazz received Russell Westbrook, THT, Detroit 2023rd first-round pick, Washington 2023 first-round pick, Knicks 2024, 26, 28 first-round picks, and a 2027 first-round pick swap. I, I don't know what the Lakers really get out of that. You know, a Julius Randle fit on the Lakers at this point, it would not be a good one. Derek Rose, hopefully he has some gas in the tank. Uh, Evan Fournier, you're, you're banking on his uh, contract. Because I think he's in the final year of his contract. No, I, think that's probably, I don't think. Is, is he? Uh, he's in the final. If you can look on SportTrack, uh, one of you guys, let me know. Uh, as I'm, far I'm as looking as right now. Okay. Uh, so I don't really know what that trade would get out for the Lakers on that, as far as uh, being able to field a better team. That was, and then uh, you know, Terrence, I know you were curious about what we're talking about in regards to Kyrie. Should we wait for Kyrie? And if so, how long would you wait? That's an excellent question, and I'm glad you brought it up because the fact is, with the other options that are out there, Buddy Heald and Eric Gordon, these guys are fringe players. Uh, these guys are not going to go ahead and move the needle one way or the other, especially Eric Gordon. You're worried about his health, as Jamie alluded to. With Buddy Heald, you worry about his defense. I mean, the guy can shoot you in and can shoot you out of games. But, again, he'd be a great addition as someone else. If you're bringing in someone else along with Buddy Heald, if you're bringing in a Miles Turner with the Buddy Heald, then we're talking. But if you're just talking about Buddy Heald, he's not going to move the uh, move the needle by himself. So with Kyrie, I think you got to just wait for the, you know, if the domino plays out in regards to Kevin Durant. If, if they're going to trade Brooklyn, if they're going to trade Kevin Durant, then you stay on as long as you can because Kyrie is the best option for the Lakers to go ahead. As much as I hate to say it, as much as we were, you know, on him last year for all of his decision making, he is the best option right now for the Lakers to be competitive in the Western Conference, in a very, very competitive Western Conference. Because with Kyrie, you've got a guy who hopefully, at least for one year, in a contract year, because he's 30, it's his contract year. If he's not able to produce now, or if he does his normal Kyrie stuff that we're all used to for the past couple of years, if he does that stuff now, he's not going to get a fat new contract. He's not going to get an extended two, three, five-year contract. He's not going to get much out there on the free agent market next summer. So this is a, a very important year for him. If you're going to get a focus Kyrie at any point in time, this would be the year. So with all that being said, the talent's there. And with that talent, if you're able to bring it on to the Lakers, you do what you can to wait for him and use that chip of that $47 million to try and lure him away from Brooklyn and if it takes one not both if it takes one first round draft pick I'm I think I'm going to have to be in for that because again LeBron is on a his clock is ticking he's going to be 38 this year and how much more you have left with with LeBron we'll wait and see but Jamie uh, did you have any thoughts on that man I mean just it just seems like your options are few and they're not great ones outside of I mean here's the problem it's that Few teams are operating on the Laker timeline right now. The Laker timeline is we need to improve yesterday. And Brooklyn can wait. They can wait. They've, In fact, they're experts at waiting for players to show up and play at this point. They, they, they got this down pat. Um, 
I don't think that KD uh, demanded to be traded because Kyrie, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, it doesn't matter. I think that Brooklyn's going to hang on to Irving until camp. I don't see them trading him for the Lakers, a uh, big chunk of change, specifically because it's probably going to increase their tax bill, even minutely, one way or the other. And they're not going to do that. And furthermore, they're more competitive with Kyrie on the roster paired with KD. They are. It's simple. It's as simple as that. So I don't see a lot of logical reasons for them to hold on or for them to like get up, you know, revved up and move Kyrie quickly. You know, they've got two of the more mercurial, whiny superstars that has ever played in pro sports. You know, Kevin Durant's not happy anywhere. Uh, you know, call him a wambulance because he, you know, he, he he's, he's sad. I toe the line. I, I just say, you know what? We're not trading neither of you guys unless it's for a, a, a legitimate, you know, a, a team improving deal. A, a draft pick five years out when five years out when Marks might not even be the GM anymore. That that doesn't excite me. P- protected or not protected, it does. It just doesn't excite me right now. It, it's so far out. It doesn't matter. You might as well be telling me you're trading me for a spaceship. Like, cool, that's awesome. I'll let me know when that spaceship's ready, and I'll fly it. Uh, none of that. None of this speaks of, of like the Russell Westbrook deal will be on the table all day, every day, from now until the trading deadline. It's not going anywhere. And well, let fact, me ask you this: with with yeah. Terrence brought a good thing about Indiana. Going back to the Indiana thing, he said, "What if you can get Heald and Turner? Should we flip Turner?" I'd say see if you can run it with with those guys until no, you the trade deadline. Yeah, you at least got to give that a shot. I, I I would I would personally I would prefer getting two players for Russell Westbrook because now you have more to play with come the trading deadline. You don't you're not locked into these huge chunks of salary that are actually a little more difficult to move in the modern NBA because we're not talking about five years ago when like half the teams were buttoned up against the against the uh, the luxury tax apron and paying taxes that, that they don't want to pay. And the, and, the league hasn't, and the league hasn't signed a new deal yet. So the, the league the contracts... hasn't signed a new Yeah. Right. All of this stuff is going to play into it. And all of this stuff is working against the Lakers. It's, it's in a way they made that Westbrook trade last summer at the most ill-conceived moment in that they are now one of a handful of teams with three huge top heavy players that dominate their entire cap and then have filled in the rest of the roster with like, you know, these little tiny contracts and the rest of the league is moving towards smaller contracts, you know, still having a star or two if they can manage it or afford it uh, and building, you know, a little bit more like uh, other sports do. And that I believe is going to be the way the NBA goes, the way the, the way the tax system works and Joe LaCobb just got fined $500,000 for complaining about it. It is punitive, and it's but it's punitive with a purpose. Like develop, develop your talent is the is the is the message the league is sending. Like, don't try to buy a championship, and if you fail, you're going to pay. And you know all it does for a team like the Lakers that obviously rely on the Laker the the franchise for their liquidity, as the Bus family obviously does, is take away from their bottom line. That all it does is take away bus family money when they pay luxury taxes it goes nowhere to but to the nba and they don't whether they win or lose 
they still paid the same amount for the team. They just paid more to the league. So I, I can understand the Lakers hesitancy to, you know, and I know that it's easy for everybody to be like, well, they should just spend money and yada, yada, yada. It's always really easy to spend other people's money. I, you know, it must be a wonderful job to spend other people's money. I try not to get involved in that game because I would not want somebody else spending my money. So uh, I, I don't, uh, I would prefer for a couple of reasons, the Turner and Heald deal, uh, mainly because I think it makes us better defensively. Um, and you get more dynamic players. I agree that of the three players, Kyrie Irving is by far the most talented. I just don't think he's going to top 50 games, including playoffs. I don't uh, contract year or no. I don't see him playing more than 50 games next season. I'll be surprised if he tops 60. I don't, you know, he averages 55 games for his career and he's only 30. Some of that's injuries. Some of that's COVID. Some of that's just, I need a break. You know, uh, uh, I get it. It's a contract year, but people don't change who they are. Not like that. We'll see. see. For one year, he may. I, for what? a few extra million. Do you really think one good year playing basketball is going to like get him up to like, you know, a 30 million seen that who's, in this league. We have and, seen and, no and, names. And, and who's going to pay him? Who's going to pay him? The, 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 the wizards just paid Bradley Beal. What? 60 mil a year. Yeah. For, for 220 nothing. million or, th- or 220 million. million. Yeah. But yeah. What if else? Car- but, if car- but he's if the car- only guy on their team, right? That's their superstar. They got one. That's it. They can afford to do that. But I'm not saying serve, it's a smart move. I'm just saying, yeah, that. it doesn't serve their their long term prospects. They should have uh, traded him long ago for for a whole bunch of assets to rebuild that team because Bradley Beal is not a game changer, not a team changer in my opinion, yeah, and he's never been. Way. I mean, they, yeah. they've what gotten to the first or second round of the playoffs, I think, Maybe. once. I think since that was with been, John Wall. That was with John Wall. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, Ray uh, broke down. Well, Ray Joe has a question. If things go badly this upcoming season for the Lakers, you have to trade AD and start over. I would look at it at least as an option because if you yeah. see, I'm going to say because Utah is setting an example right there because if, if LeBron does not sign the extension and it, we have another season like we do here, and my God, the, the toll it would take on Laker Tom would just be tremendous. But if that's the case, Joe, I got you coming up next. If that's the case, I think you've got to at least look at the prospects of going ahead and trading AD long term. I know you're as big a supporter, Joe, but I'm just saying, well, just saying that you, might be the case. You you trade him if he wants to be traded. If he has a good season, you build around AD. Why would you give up on a 30 year old superstar? I agree. Let, let let it sit him down after this year. Let's say he has a 25 10 four season and he plays 70 games and you know he played his best no you don't let go of that talent he's this guy guy has another three four five years left in him so you now sit down and say we're going to build this team around you you're going to have a crap load of money to do it let's go do it well how many games though if, if he if he comes out through another 30 40 injury plague season again if he, it, it, it's gonna that's still gonna come down to I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm just yeah. If 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 he if he has another forty game season, then that's likely going to be a Laker call. A Laker call saying, "Look, we're going to field offers for you, and we're going to see which team is going to say he won't get injured here. There is one. There will be one team. At that point, cool. But just understand, you're obviously not going to get equal value. You're not going to get an overhaul like you did with Rudy Gobert or." 
what sounds like is going to happen here with Marshall, Marshall Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Um, so it's I, I'm not really worried about that. I'm not really worried about that. I, I actually feel pretty confident that Anthony Davis, the Anthony Davis thing, will actually whichever way it goes will be fine either way. But uh, I would prefer to keep him if he's healthy. Um, and if that's the case, uh, this team now can get back to, you know, focusing on, you know, not the, 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 the distractions of stupid talk and, uh, barbershop drama. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm so over this. <laughs> I am so freaking over grown men being the talkers like, like, like they, like they're getting perms. That's what, that's, that's the only, we grew up watching, the the yappers in that little whatever that ball is where they do their curls i don't know what that is perms that's where i get my dude du- that yeah. that that those i i just i'm so tired of it i'm so over it and when i look back at the 2020 season when we won the championship i remember thinking to myself i have never heard such a quiet team you never heard anything going on that year what a surprise you had a win championship team with it you would think that some of the guys that are the leaders of this team would remember that. I'm remembering it. I'm not even there. What are these guys doing? Where who's the real leader here? When is Rob going to stop going doing sermons and actually sit down with these guys and say, "What happened to the 2020 guys? What happened to just playing the game and not creating drama?" Oh, I know why. Because you had guys like KCP. You had guys like Caruso. Kuzma, you know, I know he liked to do his fashion things on 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 Twitter, but I he think up. I think we 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 didn't appreciate him enough. You know, he kind of reminds me of uh, Cody Bellinger a little bit. He he was he's terrible at the plate, but he's really good at everything else. And I think we we maybe didn't look at that enough. Sometimes you're you're not going to get what you really really were expecting from a player, but Heck, he improved his defense. He's still a long player. Still played good team defense. He was good in the locker room. Didn't create any issues there. You know, I think you know we we always think that, that the grass is greener on the other side. Well, it was dead grass when when we when we when we did what we did. And you know, I'm going to keep repeating this. I thought it was a good deal at the time, but uh, boy, did we did some of us get this wrong. But of course, Gerald Glassford uh, predicted this. Uh, and I think I compared we, it to uh, a colonoscopy I had that day. I found out that I was going to need a colonoscopy. And also, I think after coming out of it, I, just like I said, I had a colonoscopy and I found out that Russell Westbrook was traded to Lakers all in the same day. I think it was really not a very good day for me. Yeah. On that note, just want to let you know. <laughs> There's actually, you can check that out on our YouTube archives. I think that's what yeah, I Yeah, yeah. We, we, we need, we need, uh, we need to, we, we would probably need to see how, how, how that kind of worked out. Well, it worked, I worked out okay. I got a, got a clear bill good, of health from good, the doctor. Good, At least that part, good, yes. Good, good for you, G. I, 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 yes. I commend but you for But then we got stuck with, with Russell Westbrook, and you know where it went from there. Yeah, so. well, they, they both ended up in the same place uh, your <laughs> thing went. So the... I do want to oh, go ahead. I want to mention that John is uh, saying the Lakers. La- You're going to kill me. That the Lakers front office made a huge. By the way, everybody, every guy out there that's over the age of 40 you got to start talking to your doctor about it i will say you know like i said you don't want any surprises like that sneaking up on you kaiser uh, sent sent me a test as a male 
Come back. Yes, come there back you go. See, I'm providing health tips here for everyone out there. But John, I wanted to make sure uh, which one was worth the colonoscopy or the Westbrook news. I th- you know, if you go check the archives, I think I said it directly about which one I thought was worse. But I'm going to probably say the Westbrook news is worse because, you know, the colonoscopy, I was out, so I never knew, you know, that. And then finding out everything was good. So everything worked out for me there. But then we still have Westbrook on the team. So be that, be that yeah. So oh, you got seven years to go. Absolutely, yeah. John. But yeah, unless this you got is, a family history. Family riveting, history. riveting yes. television here. But riveting. hey, we got, we, we got a lot of viewers on, <laughs> online, though, in Washington. But and I do want is, to mention, though. Yeah, we need that grainy look of what's nothing, going on, right? Nothing that, gets, that'll, nothing that'll gets, fit. That'll fit. That'll right. fit the production it's value. It's in the, of the archives. Show. It's in the archives. Go check out that episode. In the nothing archives gets viewership up like. Well, I won't say the word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the butt, indeed. But uh, John wanted <laughs> to go ahead and mention that the Lakers made a huge mistake. They did. Yeah. Letting go of Caruso was a huge mistake. <sighs> They're still could possibly follow those same things because I've heard in the past couple of days a couple of different analysts. I know John Hollinger, who does not love the Lakers at all. But he kind of looked at as far as the Max Christie deal when everybody else was signing their early second round picks to three and four year deals. The Lakers only signing two. And he attributed that to the full MLE signing for Lonnie Walker, the fourth, as far as not being able to lot that much and going into the tax. That's the reason why they uh, only offered, in his opinion, again, why they only offered Max Christie a two year deal, which I thought was a mistake because this kid needs two, three years to develop at the very least. And, you know, I don't know. It just seems like a very bad mistake there. If it was you're saving money on Max Christie's deal, that it just tells you right there where the Lakers' mindset is. But I'm hoping that's not the case. Again, I mean, if, it's not for speculation. Out, if he busts out, he's, he's like – In his third year. He's, well, and it is easy to include in a trade for this, – this is my – I don't understand their talent evaluation at this yeah. point. Their, their talent evaluation is garbage right now. The kid, right? The kid is at least two years away. And yeah. if he does in his third year, he's either doing it on another team or he's doing it at a much higher price than what you could have yeah. signed him for. He could have been working off his third and fourth year for a million dollars, million and a half, like some of these other early second round draft picks, yet you chose not to do that. So that's just, again, made, just. And they made the same mistake with THT with his extension. Yeah. They, 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 they made him nigh impossible to trade because it's like, well, if he does well, he's going to want more. And if he tanks, he's kind of expensive. So. I don't understand what's going on. Well, the last thing I want to touch on, again, we talked about Kendrick Nunn and the possibilities there. I really think if he's healthy, he's going to be able to do a lot of good things for the Lakers. If he's allowed to go ahead and play on the Lakers, he's not thrown into a trade. Also as well, if we get Buddy Heald or Eric Gordon for a second-round draft pick or other considerations, it's fringe, so it won't help you a bunch. Uh, you know, So I don't really see the purpose of getting without getting another player alongside of it like a Miles Turner or a Kyrie Irving somewhere in the deal. So John says, before we go ahead and hit the last question up for you guys, Palinka might be taking cost-cutting measures to get a higher bonus from Genie. If that's the case, you know, I know a lot of companies, you know, as far as being able to go ahead and the way they pay out their managers on bonuses, maybe go, correlate onto that. But if that's the case for Rob Palinka, I think that's a very sad way to do business for the Lakers because, again, you're talking about the future of the franchise right there when you make these decisions. But, uh, you know, I've disagreed with Rob Palenka's thinking now for well over a year on mo- most of the, uh, on many occasions. So last don't thing, you think, you, don't you think that's one of the reasons that maybe the draft picks are basically off the table? Yeah. Well, that's that GD saying, you know, Hey, you got a year to turn this around, but 
You don't get to sink the rest of the. You don't get to sink sink the ship five years out. Well, then you might as well say goodbye to LeBron, which leads me to a question shouted out by none other than Jamie Sweet. And that is the bigger question is, would you trade LeBron midseason if you're not playing well and have, and he hasn't signed an extension? That's something that was mentioned as far as in the comments that you, that you made earlier in regards to what we were talking about. So, Joe, I want to hit you up first with Jamie's question on that. Would you consider training LeBron if he hasn't signed that extension and the Lakers are back in the doldrums of eighth, ninth, tenth place once again? It's 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 not a it's somewhat irrelevant to ask that question because they want him to break the record with, in a Laker uniform. They'd let him. They just yeah. let him play it out and walk, and then let him walk. Then I got to trade him. They wouldn't trade him. That's that's okay. pretty much Jamie? where I stand on that. I'm. I don't. I don't see it. Sorry. Jamie, I don't, I don't see it either. I see, I see it the same. But I think a smart GM would. I think that too often Rob GMs from the heart, uh, or lets his emotions get in the way of making good deals. I think that's what happened when we let Schroeder walk for nothing and didn't even try to get anything back in return when his market hit zero. I thought that we could have gotten in on that and benefited the team somehow. Uh, same with Caruso, same with, um, same with a lot of choices that I feel like Rob's made over the years. And so if I were a smart GM, if I were a GM, let me put it that way, since I'm not, I would certainly have that door open that, you know, if he doesn't sign the, uh, doesn't sign the extension, then you just have a conversation with him saying, Hey, look, you know, if we're tanking it up this season, not intentionally, uh, Let's let's talk in a couple of months, and if you want to go somewhere else, let's make it happen. You know, I'm not saying trade him to Orlando or you know some podunk team that's just going to turn around and burn a few years of his you know a few months of his life off. But you know, try to work out something equitable because far too often over the last three or four seasons, the Lakers just let assets walk out the door for nothing. Randall, nothing. Caruso. Nothing. Schroeder, nothing. Zubats, nothing. Gasol got us a second round pick that we signed for two years, which will, two years will probably be nothing. It, 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 you can't, that's not building. You're not building anything. You're just treading water. And, you know, a lot of the goodwill the Rob built up came from that bubble championship, and that's never going to be replicated. It's never going to happen again. So you take that away and what do you got? You just got a lot of assets going out the door for not much. And so let me put it this way. Whatever happens, I won't be surprised if this is Rob's last year as the GM. I agreed. Agreed. I definitely agree with on, on that. But I, I agree with Joe. I, ju- I, I think it highly unlikely. In fact, the Lakers have already gone out of their way to say, oh, we're not trading LeBron no matter what, uh, that they won't trade LeBron. So I don't see any reason why they wouldn't i agree that they want him to break as many records as they can as he can in a laker uniform uh despite however hollow that ends up being in the long run because the most of his majority of his points and rebounds and so on and assists were created on scored on other teams but you know it, it is what it is you just see what it you know you just see the jersey the team that it happened on and in the record books and then that's lovely but I mean, for me, it doesn't matter. I know it matters for LeBron. I'm sure it matters for the Lakers in terms of a legacy and historical thing. But, And, John, I don't think it's 
Polenka that's over evaluate uh, overvaluing cap space in 2023. I, I think it's uh, I think it's genie. Yeah, I don't think the, I don't think the Lakers are gonna. People got to realize that even so, I can't remember. Uh, Tom posted an article on Lakerholics the other day that was like, "Has Jeannie lost her way?" And like, how she has to like go back to the way her father ran things. People forget that when Jerry Buss was running the team, there was no punitive luxury tax. There wasn't any salary cap. You could spend as much as you wanted on the team, and there would be like a little penalty once you went over, I think, like 150 mil or something like that, or not even that much. It's like over 100 mil. I can't remember. But it was nothing like the climate today, where it's like three dollars for every dollar over the tax apron, and then when the repeater tax kicks in, it's even more punitive, and so on and so forth. That did not exist, and it gets back to this is their bread and butter. They're not, you know tech billionaires who invented an operating system and sold it for a bajillion dollars. They're not, you know, Joe LeCay. They're not, they're not these guys. They, this is how they make their money. And so when they, when their money isn't made, then they got problems. You know, she's already had to fend off the rest of the family trying to sell the team a couple of times. How, how, how bad are you of a, of a business person when you have a property that's worth five, Hey. Worth five to six to seven billion if you were to put it on the market. And right now, you could le- you could get seven billion on the and market. Not even for. be able to leverage a business that makes you money. That just I, I can't even I, I can't even fathom. The PPE the, loans are all that I ever needed. The fact that they went out and it. actually that the fact that they were approved of it goes to I show know. you how. You know, I can get really brutal here at this point, but I won't. I'll stop where I, right where I'm at. But the fact that they, they even thought of doing that, let yeah. alone getting approved for it, yeah. it, it, it goes to show you why we are in the predicament we are in sometimes in this society is you have people like that who are still squeezing when you don't have to. Or maybe you oh. do because you're, you're, you're a buffoon. And yeah, we don't know how the bus I, families runs their businesses or whatever else they do on the side. And it's not right? just the bus family. I mean, you're, you're you're talking about all kinds of businesses that are just greedy oh, yeah. to all hell. And I'm sorry I interrupted you there, there uh, Jamie. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, was, I, I have to say, it was, the, yeah, it was the perfect kind of segue to what my, my mindset was at. It's, it's, it's just not – we don't hold enough – we don't hold enough accountability – we, we, we allow things these days, I feel, uh, no matter how upset we are. We sit there and people will yap on social media and then go and, you know, go play video games and not think about it. They just want it to be heard on social media. But being held accountable, I, I have yet to see anybody ask Jeannie that question. I have yet to see anybody ask Rob Polinka the, the, the amount of fluff bs that comes out of his mouth during a press conference like why do you talk like this who are you trying to fool this isn't an infomercial can you just act normal you know that's one of the things we loved about kobe bryant you know kobe bryant even at his darkest moment he wasn't reading off any cue card you know he was just talking and we want more real people and maybe i'm one of the few that wants really real people i think most people say that but i think they're actually full of bs I think they want to be lied to. I think they want fake. They want to believe when it's something that it's not true just because it makes them feel good. And these these little things that I've seen in the last year 
it, it pinpoints to a personality, a mentality, a, a, a definition of who you are. You know, these, this is, these are earmarks of it. You, these aren't really, I mean, they're not bad human beings, but are these the kind of people that in a bind, are they going to, you know, jump on? And I always like to use this example because again, if I go any other route, it goes into the political side and everybody starts to whine and cry. So I always say like, I try to use the Titanic analogy because everybody's seen the movie and, and everyone knows what happens. You know, these are the type of people that will, 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 will cut in front of the women and children, even if they are, you know, let's say, you know, Jeannie's the, the rich woman that wants to get on the, on the, on the boat and head of the, you know, steerage uh, women. Right. So that, that that's, that's kind of where I'm going with this is, are these the kind of people that are in charge of the team you're supporting? Do you want to associate yourself with these people? And it doesn't feel doesn't feel good that we have to try and rationalize and justify who these people are because we obviously love the organization. It's very difficult. It's been difficult this last year to to feel good about the people that are in charge and the f- people that are leading my favorite team. It's very difficult. I feel uh, hip- hypocritical because a lot of the things that they're doing are against my values and my principles, what they say, how they execute it. I'm not, I'm not for it. I am not. And I'm all for compromising, but I feel like neither one is compromising. They're not meeting in the middle. They're not making sense. They're all selfish and they're all full of fluff. And I really have no respect for you when you're when you're constantly backtracking your mouth. If it's once in a while, I get it. You know, some people talk out of hand. I've done it before, but you quickly come back with some accountability. But if you're doing it on a regular basis, at some point, it's not really you're not really backtracking what you said and, and, and feeling bad. You're backtracking because you got hit in the face. With, with criticism and now you're trying to kind of ease it up at some point you're you know it's like a kid who just keeps breaking stuff at some point look dude you keep breaking this I'm not gonna um, I don't care how many times you say sorry now after the eighth time it's enough and it's just a I I would I would rather right now I'm, I'm at the point now where I would just want to cheer to I want to cheer for Terry Teagle Nikki V Divock Cedric Sabala's team, knowing that they're not going to win a title. At least let's have some some good stuff. You know, we've been we've been spoiled as Laker fans. I've seen six championships in 31 years of watching the team. Maybe I'm maybe maybe that entitles me to feel that way versus some team that doesn't have anything or the Knicks haven't won a championship in almost 50 years now. So I'm just tired, guys. I'm tired of these players and I'm tired of the the people that are involved upstairs that that just to me seem like a complete false that just they're fakes they're fakes i have i have i'm i'm growing very little respect for these kind of people uh you know sorry joe were you saying something i was too busy playing video games i just wanted to <laughs> make sure that everybody would know that <laughs> playstation 4 i will say that Four. when it comes to, I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. I understand, really? but I don't want to go still ahead. Have a four? I still have a four, and I'm still. I'll get my Series X and the PS5 
when they have uh, enough games to support it. I, 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 I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I get it. Fair enough. I will say though that I will say though that when it comes to the Lakers, I know that we're hard on Genie at points, but the thing is, you are owner of a team that has won 17 world championships. You are owner of one of the most prestigious sports franchises on the entire planet. You are now invested into a team that has to compete with another team that is hundreds of millions of dollars over the tax in the Golden State Warriors that has a championship ring that they're going to put on their fingers here in just a few months right here when the season starts, when they have their ring night. You've got another team right down the street as soon as they move into their new arena in the Clippers that have also decided to go ahead. You know, we're going to go way over the tax. We don't even care. We even got teams that have notoriously been cheap, like the Nuggets and the Suns that wanted nothing to do with going over the tax. Guess what? They're now approaching. And in the case of Phoenix, and I also think in the case of the Nuggets, I think they're a little bit over as well. They're both over the tax. Especially uh, after the game signing. In, in defense of the the current setup, uh, we we this isn't something. Well, hold that... on. Let me let me finish my statement. Let me finish my statement. And the fact is, you know, when you have those type of things, yes, I know the Lakers are over the tax, but you can't go cheap. You can't make the moves like letting Caruso go. You can't make the moves like if it was too much, a little bit as far as the development of Max Christie, and you know he's not a player for now. That he could be a player for later you know you're going to have a contract to support that because that's going to bite you on the ass if you don't go ahead and do something about that and if he blows up and he develops just in the off chance he does. And, and just those things, just those little things, like you said with the PPP, like with Jerry West, like with all those little things that are irritating us over the years in regards to how this team allocates its money. It's just irritating because of the fact that we see other successful franchises doing what they can regardless of the fact if they're not or over the tax or they don't even care in some cases. They're just going to go ahead and spend what they can to go ahead and build themselves a championship team. It's just that simple. And the thing is the Lakers have to go ahead and consider that. You have to build a team. You have to make sacrifices. And if you didn't bring all these guys up from the draft, if you if you acquire them via trade or if you acquire them by free agency, it is most likely in order to build a great team, you're going to go ahead and have to spend somewhat over the tax and just deal with it in order to build a full championship team with a valuable roster that's going to go ahead and support those star players that you signed it on. It's, you know, it's just that simple, man. It's just that simple. And if you shortcut it any which way, it always bites you in the ass in the end. And it did the Lakers by not signing Caruso. You know, if you go cheap on these things, it's just not going to work out for you long-term. Well, they were, they were not going to spend an extra 25 million for a player like Caruso. And well, the Lakers have had saw what they got. Well, yeah, you're not going to pay an extra 25 million for Caruso. You, you might have done it if it was a, uh, a, a let's say, a, an all star. Sure. Uh, what about reevaluating the THT? Tra- you know, well, they, 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 what something? they did, what they did was in the end is they went with, they, they chose yeah. THT over Caruso. THT was seven years younger. And was showing promise, and they made a mistake there. Look, the two the two des- decisions. I don't hold that. I don't hold those two things against them. It was it was simply playing roulette. They they picked black, red came up on the on both. I'm okay with making a mistake. They made a mistake twice, right? They made the mistake 
of not valuing the the the, the KCPs and the Kuzmas and and those guys, and then of course Caruso and picking THT over them. I I I, I would be okay talking about that's a mistake in judgment. It happens. The problem is sometimes the mistakes don't, you know, because you make the mistake, you kind of reveal yourself from the pressure of making those mistakes. Instead of coming out and saying, we have, we made some uh, transaction decisions that didn't work. If you want to keep it diplomatic at that point, I get it. You don't want to come out and say, this thing sucked and Westbrook sucked. You're not going to say that. But you can come out and say we made some evaluations that that went the wrong way, and we 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 held we're hold we hold ourselves accountable. And we're going to try to fix it. Instead, all we hear about is they're trying to get a loan for people who need money, small businesses. What the hell is the Lakers doing? Oh well, she's a uh, she's not a billionaire. I'm like, she's got a seven billion dollar product. What are you talking about? She's not a billionaire. Ballmer is is worth a hundred billion. I get that, but. What have the Clippers won? Okay, they've won a donut their whole lives. So until they win, come talk to me. I don't care who owns that team. I love the meme that's out there. Hold on. J-Lo's had six rings. The Clippers have had zero. (laughs) I love that. Oh, I I read an interesting stat. Uh, Every time J-Lo's gotten married, uh, Tom Brady's won a Super Bowl. So the previous three times, he's won a Super Bowl. So everybody get ready for title number eight. I just know they got married where I got married, so they must have. Uh, you know, must have, you know provided congratulations. Good vibes. So I, I hope it, I hope it worked out for yeah. everyone. So yeah. far, seven going she's, on. She's the years. modern. She's the modern day Elizabeth Taylor. There you go. She's got Jeannie's, seven more. To, she's got seven more to go. So we'll see if she she can she can get it. Well, Jamie's saying Jeannie Buss's net worth is five hundred million dollars. So I don't know. Maybe that's uh, cutting it close for her. <laughs> What's she gonna do with that money? What's she gonna uh, do. They're, they're, again, I, it's, you know, they, they say that the, the, the crime usually isn't the issue. It's the cover-up. Okay. Their cover-up game is trash. Okay. It's trash. It's been trash. And I'm telling you guys, I was on Lakers ball yesterday and I had, I, I got into this psychology of people in general because, you know, I, we're all friends on, on Lakers ball. And sometimes we, we kind of veer into some, some personal stuff, business and all that. And, you know, we can, we can, I can actually correlate a lot of the psychology stuff that I use in my life into what's going on with the Lakers. And I, I had said, I, I had, I had a question of, well, how do you know, you know, I had, a, I had, a, I had one of the posts uh, posters on there say, how do you know how to, how to scope something? And I go, geez, I, I, I kind of did the, the, the cliff notes of it because I could have been, I could have written something all day. But what I did say was I go, if I get 20 likes on this post, I'll ask Gerald uh, to do a one-on-one show. Uh, I know you, I know you want to do that now because everybody yep. needs to be, everybody needs to have their, their time. Oh, <laughs> how nice. I, I, I can't wait. And I said, and, and, I said, if I get 20 likes, I'll set a segment to where I can explain to you guys, I can explain and correlate it with the Lakers on how I would evaluate a Genie, a Rob, a LeBron, and all these guys. And I'm probably going to likely be pretty brutal. 
probably going to be very, very brutal. Like that I'm would gonna be so unbecoming it. of you. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to explain how I would react if these people were face to face with me and how I would respond. And if you guys were with me day in and day out in my life, I could prove to you what these things are. It's, this is not hot air. This isn't made up for the show. The things that are executed on a daily basis in my life, whether it's personal, whether it's business, you would have, you, if you shadowed me for a month, you would see the results of my, you know, in analyzing things throughout the day. And I'm, I'm, I've said it before, I, as, as great as my life looks on the podcast, it's actually better. And you would be able to see that. And I would explain, again, uh, in detail of why the Lakers are where they are and how I would deal with it should I, be, should I have been in the room with them and what I would say. It's so much stuff. It's so much stuff. So, so they, we just have to get twenty likes. Is that what you're saying? 20 I said twenty likes? likes. If I if I if it gets to fifteen or something, I would I, oh, no. I'd maybe make an exception. Twenty. I, I just said twenty. I just, twenty. I just I just used the number twenty. I, I I wanted them. I wanted them to really show that they're interested. Again, the the whole point <laughs> of this show because any Yahoo can do a podcast, and I was reluctant to do a podcast for years because I didn't want to be that schmuck who was like, hey, man, I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to talk so people can listen to me. I don't want to be on this thing unless it's valuable. You know, it's not going to cure cancer, but at least to have somebody watching this for an hour or what? You never know. Time. I just gave out sage advice earlier in the show. I might have cured someone's cancer. Well, that's, that is I true, too. That's that's the second one, G, that you, you hit on. That good, good work on your uh, listening skills there and execution. See, now you and I could definitely work together. Okay. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's terrible by the way that's that that's starting to make up for the for the good um or even it out uh, i've never made that sound in, in in doing a show called the nighthawks <laughs> the nighthawks the reason why we created that name was number one it was a late night show i'm always up late and i really like the stallone rucker howard movie so when i did my little good movie, good movie. my when i did my my logo it was you know, don't my, forget my Billy D. Williams was in that one. I know, yeah, I do. I remember. I remember. I, the, the 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 advertisement was half my face and half of my co-star Curtis Bryant. Curtis, if you're watching, it gave you a plug there. Um, and it, it it fit. Curtis was a guy that was very knowledgeable and very. He was just an overall nice guy. I was the psychopath listening to him, and you know things like that. So, anyways, we're we're. We're in the dog days of the NBA right now, and this is by far the worst offseason in years where there's absolutely no material. So how do we differentiate our, our show from everyone else? Well, entertainment never ends, gentlemen. How are we going to entertain our audience? And sometimes we got to go a little bit left to see what would click. And I'm hoping that a little bit of what I've just said will click and we can continue should I get the support that people do want to listen. So 20 hey, likes, 20 likes. And, and again, and, and those who, those who are watching, if you guys are really interested, again, this is not to, I'm, I'm not ever, I, no matter how big I would get, I'm not, you would never see me wearing khakis and a polo and at a Ted talk. If I, if you ever saw me doing something like that, you guys should 
throw bats at me or or an alien took over me. I am not here to give those I'm not that, that, to me that always looks pretentious to me. It's just one of these guys standing up making money to, telling me what works in life and so how you should you a, feel about yourself. So Go let ahead. me ask you a question here. Okay, so if we get 20 likes on this video and hopefully we'll like Plus, also, if you can, please subscribe. We're at 250 subscribers. We'd love to get more if possible. Please go ahead and do so today so you get the notifications on when the next Laker Fast Breaks podcast comes up for you. But, yes, if we can get 20 likes, you will go off on a rant. Is that correct? It's not so much a rant. Whoa, 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 whoa. How is that different from the norm? Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't take no 20 likes. It's it's not going to be a rant. It's going to be... Maybe a little bit more understanding of what, how I think. And if we're going to continue to do the show and continue to grow, so. there's going to be we the shows that the way I was mentored to do sports broadcasting is you want to incorporate real life to the subject of sports. And there's no better time than now with what's been going on with the Lakers to explain both because we're talking more about the business side of things. And, and, and now people will identify with that. People go with, people work at companies, people own businesses, people, you know, you, you, they run into the people who are, fl- you know, the fluff up talk and are fakes and are two faced. They're going to identify with all this and maybe they can come out of something with this and understand why the commentary is in a lot of ways, Abrasive. It's an abrasive anal- analysis because I- I've been around. I'm 44 years old. I've been around enough people. I've been in enough homes and talked to enough families, enough couples, people with children, seniors, teenagers, all kinds of people. I feel like I, I have the experience in understanding the mindset of what is going on with some of these people's thinking. And why things are working and why they're not. So I'll tell you what, if people get out there, get 20 likes on this video, I will go ahead and make sure the Nighthawks have enough time to go ahead and get together. And we'll go ahead and let Joe elaborate on that very point. I will not do a show if you say, if you make that sound again. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah, logic's like a squeeze. Okay, there you go. All right. That's the idea. It was terrible. I understand. That's the idea. But Jamie, I just wanted to go ahead and make sure you had time to let everybody know about your five things, your latest article that's available right now on Lakerholics.com. What is going on right there at Lakerholics.com? A lot of nothing, man. Everybody's waiting for the other shoe to drop. So, all know, right, that was a great know. advertisement to pitch for Lakerholics.com. <laughs> no, you know, we're, it's actually there's quite a lot of debates going on. A lot of pr- proposed trades are being uh, dropped on the site on a daily basis, and I'm sure Laker yeah. Tom is in the middle of them, uh, all of them. And uh, you know, I uh, I comment on some of them, uh, but I just yeah. <laughs> thank you, John. Uh, Look up here! Look up here! <laughs> so sorry, my... Joe, I had to do it one more time. No, I've never done it. Hey, yo, guys! <laughs> I knew what you, you know were what referencing, referring to. One thank of the all-time you, favorite you. movies. Oh my god! Oh, so good, so good. You can't make movies like that anymore. Uh, I mean, you should be able to, but you know, 
things being as they are. Uh, anyway, you know, there's a lot of proposed trades, uh, a lot of, a lot of like basically what we talked about on the show here tonight, same thing there, uh, except in print form. So, uh, yeah, I haven't done a five things in a while. I got one cooking up, but I'm kind of, I basically think we're all just going to have to wait till August 4th when LeBron can talk about what he wants to do. I don't expect him to sign an extension on August 4th, but I expect him to, for certain, you know, say something yeah. uh, and make uh, make some more waves. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh, we'll see what comes of all that. If he's happy with, you know, I think everything up until that point is just going to be a lot of like people circling their wagons, you know. The Nets are going to – everybody's trying to get the most they can get for what players they got. That's their jobs. Uh, all the players are trying to get into situations where they can win. That's their right. And, you know, somewhere in the middle of those two things uh, is where where we're all end up, us who are watching. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's just a big – a whole lot of waiting right now. I don't, I don't see a lot happening until LeBron can talk about his extension, which is on August 4th and not a minute before. Or so please go ahead and, and catch the five things articles that are coming up in the future at Lakerholics.com. You know, Laker. I mean, there are plenty to go back and read. Don't yes. don't get me wrong. There's only eight bajillion of them. So if yes. you're if you're if you would like to go back and read some wonderful thoughts by yours truly. But then you've got all the the great articles that Laker Tom puts out at Lakerholics.com. It'd be part of the conversation, all the comments. It's just so fun to go there just to see the banter between Jamie and Laker Tom right there for you. Also got Ox1947, Joe Soro at LakersBall.com. Be part of one of the great groups that he is hovering around like a Nighthawk. Caca! At LakersBall.com. Sorry, sorry. One last you're time. Never, I help it. You're, you're I never going to get him on the show now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it is his show, and you know, the Nighthawks. Uh, da- welcome, Danny Gurria. I know you guys uh, do basketball, uh, but can you name one NFL, NFL player for my draft? You're, are you talking Tom about Brady. Your- well, your fantasy draft, Tom uh, Brady, Devontae Adams, right there for you, right there no, for no. the Raiders. Joe already said it, or Joe had already said it. Every year that yeah. J Lo gets married, Tom Brady wins a wins a yeah. Super Bowl. Somebody said so there it. You there you go. There you go. No, appreciate you watching and listening. Also, as well, RGL one two three thoughts about LBJ <laughs> and the Julie. I was kind of concerned with the three pointers because he was only two for thirteen. But you know, and nobody's playing defense there in the oh, Drew League. But God. you know what? Forty two points. He looked good. Uh, as far as heading to the basket, he looks spry. He looked like he's, uh, you know, pretty good shape. So, I mean, that's a good sign. I'm just hoping he's not having many two for 13 days on the season for the Lakers. That would be really bad for the guy who right now statistically is the best three-point shooter on the team. That's not a good sign, but we'll leave it at that. But uh, there you go. Kyler Murray just signed a fat new contract today. There you go. Very good. My pick, my pick for NFL draft is Bobby Boucher Jr. And if anybody can figure out who that is, I'll give you a dollar. Oh, there you go. Uh, John, right there, says the best. Joe I mean, it's Kaka, easy to Soro, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, a, this is a joke with legs. Just so yeah, you this, know. This All is right. A... Well, we're going off the rails here. John, I hope oh, you can make it, uh, join us on Sunday night. I mean, Joe will be here, hopefully, like I said. And if you get 20 likes on this video, we'll go ahead and give that time for Joe, indeed, to go ahead and express what he wants to express to you out there on the Los Angeles Lakers. But we will be back with a show on Sunday. CJ Marketman, water boy. There you he go. Got it. He got there it. You go. Get a, there you, you go. Get a vir- you get a virtual dollar, CJ, because I don't know how to. <laughs> Bob I don't know how to- yes. 
That's, it's the devil. The devil, I say. <laughs> there you go. Kathy Bates, tremendous yeah. actress. Absolutely so tremendous good. actress. Yes, she's good at everything uh, she does right there. But need I <gasps> All right. For all that pop culture, check out my show, Pop Culture Cosmos. I do two updates a week every Monday and Friday. Yeah, we're 13 likes away from the Nighthawks. We're so far. It's not even close. More, more. We need more. So you can go ahead and please do so. I think Joe will probably do it anyways, but please go ahead and do so. Like the video today. Oh, no, no, no. But once again. Guys, guys, you you, you don't. Look, you guys guys got to understand something. I don't just do a show because I want to talk and listen to myself. Okay, I'm doing a really? show when the audience says they want to show. I got to get you on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Not this you, you got to get him on. I, look, this is something that's going to be important to understand. I am only doing this because I want to see if there is an audience that will build. If if we're getting ten watches in the, in six months, we're only getting. I know we got more, but let's just say. I'm, we're not getting any activity. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm here to say what I know, say what I think, what I analyze, and I want an audience to take something from this. And that's that's why I was Joe. I got my, a great Red Fox story for you. My, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that off air. I guess maybe when we have a little more time, maybe. Um, we're I I am here. If to me, there, if there's no audience that wants it. I'm not doing it. This is that's that's just the way I work. And if I do something that stinks, I'm not doing it again. And of course, you are going to get those who don't like you, and I get that. But there's a difference between those who don't like you and won't listen, and those who don't like you and listen. And that's the beauty of you know, kind of playing it out. Which one? Which one? Uh, it's the Howard Stern effect, right? They used to say that the regular listener in the '80s when he first started out. I think the person who liked them listened for 20 minutes. The person who didn't like them listened for three hours. <laughs> so it's interesting, again, the psychology of people. And when, when they don't like something, they seem to pay attention to it a lot. It's like when you're on Facebook and you'll read a comment about an actress and there'll be some snide comment like, oh, I'm not going to go watch her in the movie. Well, why are you commenting then? Why are you commenting then? Why are you here? Why are you here at this lady's or guy's page if you don't care? So yeah, it's it's that's part of the discussion, people. That 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 will play into the. Go ahead, do it, G. Joe, right. I got a real do quick, your thing. Joe, I got, a, got, great a, red got a red Fox, Fox story. story. I got a great red Fox story. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Off. Sorry. Well, all right. I was I thought you were going to wait till we were off air. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, it's good enough for everybody. So, uh, my old one of my old theater professors. Really excited, went to Las Vegas, saw that Red Fox was going to have to do it a stand up bit. So I was like, Great. He gets there and he's like, Oh, wow, there's not a lot of people here in the audience. There's like 15 people. And so, like, the show goes, you know, show was supposed to start, not too many people are showing up. Half hour goes by. Red Fox comes out, looks at the audience, goes, 15 people, bleep y'all, walks away. My gosh! Hopefully that that's doesn't. It. Yeah, just Sounds to like the point it. of I want to do it if if there's an audience for it. That's all. I will say that I get it. I probably wouldn't have done that. I probably would have entertained the 15 people that were there. But what I would have probably done was go backstage, talk to my agent if I had one, and said, "Dude, if I <laughs> if I'm this bad," and he'll you know a lot of times you gotta, you, you gotta build you gotta build your audience, and I get that. But 
again, if we're in this, I mean, this another, is I'm Red not, Fox at the after Sanford and Sons after you know, sure, towards sure. towards the end. Sure. Well, then at that point, great, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, folks. If 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 you think I stink and you're not listening, then I am going to go bye bye. Uh, I am not here to just listen to myself talk. I'm not here to make myself feel good. I already feel good. I already know who I am. I'm here because I enjoy talking about my teams. I pay attention. I analyze. I have got a good memory for it. And maybe you guys can be entertained by it and learn something from it. Because at the end of the day, we're here for the entertainment. We're not here to, you know, do Bible study. We're, we're We're here to be entertained. And we've already got g doing whatever it is that was and we've learned something we've we've learned something about red fox these are these are you know fun stuff to know this that's what kind of balances the day out you work all day you're 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 busy with family stuff and then all of a sudden you get on here for about an hour and we get to kind of goof off and have fun and, and 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 enjoy gerald act like a bird gotta love it that's what happens when the nba is on vacation so you got to go ahead and entertain the best way you can. But with Joe Sorrell, Ox1947, please go ahead and catch him today at LakersBall.com. Jamie Sweet, his latest Five Things articles is somewhere around the corner, but check out his entire archive of Five Things articles today at Lakerholics.com. As for me, once again, Pop Culture Cosmos, I'm covering the latest news and trends of pop culture each and every week right there for you wherever you get your podcasts, including what's going on this weekend at Comic-Con in san diego so please go ahead and catch it today but guys it's been great talking to everyone we'll be back on sunday for folks on youtube and facebook big shout out to our folks at facebook that watched us all the way through of course please if you can go ahead on youtube if you can go ahead and subscribe today on youtube it is greatly appreciated plus also like our facebook page at lakers fast break on twitter and of course lakers fast break at yahoo.com All right, looking forward to another great conversation on Sunday. We will keep the entertaining going. We will keep the entertainment going. We will keep everything going on as far as what the talk is in regards to the Lakers are because we're not going on vacation anytime soon. Thank you so much to CJ. Thank you so much to John, Ray. Thank you so much to Danny. Thank you so much, of course, to Terrence. You've all been great in the chat. We truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to go ahead and check us out. We'll be back on Sunday talking more Lakers and NBA right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.